Hi, everybody. Welcome once more to Greenlight Reviews, where we talk about movies. My name is Les Roberts. And I'm Ann Elder. And today, Ann, we're going to discuss a film called Wild. All right, let's go for it. Directed by Jean-Marc Vallée, who directed Dallas Buyers Club, mm-hmm. which won Matthew McConaughey an Oscar. In this film, he directs Reese Witherspoon, yeah. who plays a real-life character named Cheryl Strayed, mm-hmm. who had a very tough early life in almost every way possible. She turned out to be not the best living woman. She was no Girl Scout. <laughs> Absolutely not. So at some point in her life, she decides she's going to try to find herself. And so she undertakes an 1,100-mile hike all along the Pacific coast, Mm -hmm. uh, trying to recover her life from the way she had been living. It was also based on the fact that her beloved mother, played in the movie by Laura Dern, who incidentally is only eight years older than Reese Witherspoon, which is kind of funny. Anyway, Laura Dern, the character of the mother, passes away. And that is a defining moment for Cheryl Strayed, who takes that as a reason, I would say, in her life, raison d'etre, if you will, to embark on this path of self-realization because she wants to become the girl, the daughter that her mother thought she was and wanted her to be. And in fact, she was anything but a good little girl. So this hike represents a whole lot more than just a thousand miles up the Pacific Coast Trail, doesn't it? Well, it does. And I have to say that although the idea is very, very interesting, and of course it's a true story because the real Cheryl Strayed did indeed do this. It took her about 80-some days. A thousand miles, that's really good time. Oh, yeah. (laughs) What we see in this film, however, is a lot of scenery, Uh a lot of scenery, through which Reese Witherspoon is hiking with a gigantic backpack. Correct. I have less in my whole home that she has On in her backpack. Back. Right. There are a lot of flashbacks showing what she was like before she went on this trip and a lot of scenes with her mother. And I thought Laura Dern was pretty good in this film. Right. Was Reefs Witherspoon great in this film? Well, I don't think she was cast properly. And she's the producer. Yes, she is the producer. Or one of three producers. Right. I agree with you. I think with all due respect to Reese Witherspoon, and I think she's extremely talented. And I loved her as Johnny Cash's wife in Walk the Line. She got the Oscar for that performance. And we loved her in Election, if you will. And I loved her as Elle Woods. Come on, in Legally Blonde. Sure. You can't be funnier and more charming and more adorable. Right. Reese Witherspoon has beautiful patrician features. She's a very delicate-looking girl. She is not a gritty, gutsy, outdoorsy type of actress. Sandy Bullock is better suited for that. Right. She's got that rough-around-the-edges look about her. And I think that many other actresses would have been better cast in this. But that said, I really want to point out that Reese Witherspoon does a good job. It's just that physically she doesn't look the part. And so therefore, that was very, very hard for me to accept the character of Cheryl Strayed going on this huge hike all by herself in the wilderness having to fend all alone, making a fire, setting up a tent, encountering... Well, the encounters were kind of small, actually. Yes, they were. I thought the movie was anything but wild. I thought they should have called it mild. 
because nothing happens in this movie that's very exciting. That's absolutely right. Even the ending of it, you keep waiting for, whoa, she's having an epiphany. Yes, there is no transformative moment in this movie. Exactly. It's missing that. And other movies that have been on the same kind of self-realization path, like In the Wild with Emil Hirsch, or 127 Days with Franco. I mean, those movies had what you're talking about, the aha moment. It's nowhere to be found in this particular version of Cheryl Strayed's trek up the PCT. I'm sure that she did have this, and there is a very quiet moment at the end of the film where the Cheryl Strayed character is thinking about all these things and thinking she has finally come to a place that is very beautiful and very peaceful. Yeah, it's Canada. Exactly. But it was the end of the trip. Yes. So no wonder she was happy. Well, of course, because it was very uncomfortable for her. I'd say so. She loses a pair of shoes by accident and travels for 50 miles in her flip-flops that she has duct taped around her feet. You know, I thought of Elle Woods a couple of times, I have to confess. (laughs) This fish out of water kind of thing. And this would have been so much funnier if she had done it as Elle Woods. Yes. And try to find food and so on. As I mentioned, nothing major happens to Cheryl, as you were pointing out, Les. She ran out of food after eight days because she didn't pack the right mush. It was really a little bit dumb of her, I thought. Exactly. She didn't prepare very well. How can you take off alone, walking a great deal through desert, where you're not going to see another soul, and you don't have enough food? Or water. Or water. And she bought the wrong size boots. Now, every woman who's got a brain in her head knows that shoes are about the most important thing to have, no matter what the occasion. If you're going on a thousand mile hike, you're going to have the best hiking shoe possible. Yet, She bought a pair that was too big, and as a result, it created all kinds of problems for her, and she loses a boot to boot. Yes, and (laughs) then she throws the other one away. Yeah, oh, please. There was a great deal of profanity in this film, but it wasn't directed at anybody. It was directed at her shoes, at animals. Remember, she was freaking out because she was in the tent one night, and she thought something was in there keeping her company, and she thought it was going to be a huge wild animal, wildcat or something. She runs out of the tent, and she looks down, and it's like a Disney movie. There was a little furry caterpillar (laughs) down there. (laughs) went, oh, come on. And then she sidesteps a rattlesnake about 20 feet down the road, and I went, wait a minute. And then she runs into the fox and screams at him to come back because she wants company. I mean, this is their idea of an exciting life on the trail. I don't think so. Exactly. I'm sure that a lot of this is what the real Cheryl Strayed did and went through. But it's not enough on the screen, It's not enough on the screen. It didn't make a great movie. No. And I thought that the flashbacks that portray Cheryl as kind of a sex bomb, promiscuous, she was into drugs, she was not nice to her mother, whom she professes to love more than life itself. I mean, all of this backstory seemed to detract in a way, not enhance the movie. And that's what it should have. Right. And I also thought that the presence of the men on the trail were very disturbing They all looked like they were menacing. She was hiding from them. No one really made a move towards her, but they threatened her. I don't know. The whole thing seemed, as I said, mild, not wild. Well, exactly. I almost hoped. (laughs) Certainly, I wouldn't hope. Oh, gosh, don't say that. 
But I hoped that somebody would at least try something with her because that would have been a little bit of excitement. There was no excitement in this film, man. And eventually it got very dull. Yeah, I wanted the trip to be over as much as she did. Get where you're going and let me get to my car before it starts to rain. Right. Again, a movie with a good intention. I think a lot of people will look at this movie and say, you know, it might be great to take a hike and find myself or get one with a higher power and so on. There are a lot of good things about the picture, but not enough to rate a green light. So for me, Wild just wasn't wild enough to rate anything more than an okay, so-so yellow light. There wasn't enough there there. So I am going to give it a yellow light also. So, two yellow lights for Wild. Well, we're going to come back and review another movie very, very shortly. We hope you will be here to hear us. Until that time, I'm Les Roberts. And I'm Ann Elder. And Greenlight Reviews hopes things are going to be wild for you the next time you go to the movies. Don't you know that you're a grown-up? I'm a grown-up. Me too. Yep, me too. But you know, these days, being a grown-up can really suck. Luckily, we're grown-ups who grew up in the coolest generation. We had video arcades. And also some of the best TV and movies ever made. We lived the origin of awesome consumer electronics. The list goes on and on. Yep, Generation X. Exactly. And we're Gen X Grown-Up. Every week, the Gen X Grown-Up podcast explores media, tech, toys, games, and more from both yesterday and today. Through the eyes of Generation Xers who absolutely love that stuff. You can find us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Or find us on our website, genxgrownup.com. All right, you think that was good enough? I I hope so, man. I'm tired. (laughs) Who listens to a promo on a podcast and then goes and listens to a different podcast? Right. I've never done it. (laughs) No, right.